This is episode 230 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, my friend, my name is Jeff Cady. I am your host for this Coaching for Pastors podcast. I'm also the lead pastor of Community Heights Alliance Church in Newton, Iowa, a church with the Christian and Missionary Alliance. It is a great denomination. If you've never heard of it, you should check it out at cmalliance.org. cmalliance.org. They don't sponsor me. They don't have anything to do with this podcast except for I'm a Christian Missionary Alliance pastor. I had never heard of the denomination until I got into it. In fact, my first time in an Alliance church was when I was candidating to be the lead pastor almost 20 years ago. But let me tell you what, when I found the Alliance, it was like I found the promised land of ministry. So if you're thinking about going into ministry and you're not sure who to partner with or who to join up with or who to get into community with, check out cmalliance.org. See what's over there. There's a lot. We've been at it for over a hundred and oh, what's it been now? Man, 140 years. So it's uh it's awesome. Hey, Pastor, I want to talk to you today just briefly, now after I've done this the Christian Missionary Alliance commercial. I want to talk to you briefly about getting help in ministry. I've noticed over the past several months, and it's becoming increasingly clear to me that I need to add some help in my life. I am doing the the very things that I'm not good at, and balls are getting dropped in that, in that particular area. An area that I'm not good at, and I'm trying to do it because I don't have anybody doing it for me. I don't have a volunteer. I don't have a paid staff. I just don't have somebody that I've delegated this stuff to, and I need to add some people into the mix. Also, I've been seeing around our church that there are some key volunteer opportunities that haven't, uh, it's not like they're, they're empty, like they used to have people in them. Nobody's really done this stuff before, but I'm finding that there's key opportunities for volunteers to be involved and it would take a lot off of the shoulders of our staff. And it would also add a, a, a good workflow, a good system into our ministry that ultimately would help the people that attend the church. It would serve the needs of the church family. And that would be, yes, church family getting involved to serve the needs of the church family, because of course, you know, that's how the New Testament church works. But that all takes focus and time and attention and investment because the right volunteer often doesn't just show up and say, here I am, I'm ready to serve, I'm exactly what you need. You, you actually have to think through and you think through who you need, what you need, what kind of a job description this person's going to have, whether they're paid or volunteer. If they're a volunteer, how much do you need them? Do you need more than one? If they're paid, how much are you going to pay them? How many hours are they going to work? Who are they going to report to? What's their job description, ministry description going to be? There's just a lot of that stuff. But but here's why I'm talking about it today. Number one, I'm living through it right now. Number two, I think often we don't take the step and make the move and, and pull the trigger on a decision that we need to make 
and the church suffers for it, and we suffer for it. And our productivity and our effectiveness and our impact in the ministry goes down. We get tired out. We can some pastors will even get burned out in ministry because they haven't they they've stayed with the staffing structure or the volunteer structure they've had, and they're not adding, they're trying to get more work out of the same people, or they're thinking that the same people can continue to shoulder whatever the church needs. And there, there comes an inflection point when the life and ministry of the church outgrows the volunteer body of people that can do it. And you need to add more volunteers. In fact, I wish I could remember who it was that told us recently, it was on one of my podcasts, they said that if you want to grow your church, the best way to grow your church is to train and add volunteers. Just keep training and multiplying volunteers, training and multiplying volunteers, and people that are involved in their ministry are much more apt to invite other people. Invite other people into what they're committed to and what into what they're invested in. So, Pastor, in your church, do you need to add more volunteer staff? And are you thinking, yeah, I've been needing to, but I don't have the time, and it would take too much work, and it's just a season we just got to get through this time? You know what I'm finding out, Pastor? I wonder if you're finding this out. The just a season comment doesn't work anymore. We are always busy. It's never a good time to start a new initiative because people are always busy. People are always stressed. The the sports seasons are back to back to back. In fact, some of them overlap. It's never a downtime. There are no normal months anymore. The rules of church behavior that we enjoyed even 15 or 20 years ago, they don't exist anymore. Families are busier than ever. They're more broken than ever. The needs of people in your community continue to grow. Uh, The demands for volunteer help continue to grow. The volunteer pool, uh, some will say, is shrinking. I don't know that I believe that, but perhaps, of course, in some environments uh, within our country, the United States and around the world, the volunteer opportunity is shrinking for Uh, organizations that rely on volunteers. But, Pastor, maybe you need to add volunteer staff. So the first thing you do is you pray about it. The next thing you do is you prepare for it. And then the next thing you do is you begin to implement the search, engage, Begin to look for the person. You've been praying for this person. You know what this person's going to do. You've got kind of a job description, and now you have to find that person. Begin putting out some announcements, info pieces in your bulletin or newsletter or website, and you just need to find the person. And don't quit. Don't quit because God, God will always have the people out there that we need when we need them. So interesting, in my church just recently, we had a staff member of over 20 years retire, and he was uh, he was a staple of our ministry for a long time. Could not imagine getting along without this person, and couldn't imagine who would replace them either, 
because it's a different time now, 20 years later, and the type of a person we got before, man, can we find another one like that? Well, as it turned out, God had a person selected. God had a person just waiting in the wings, somebody that I would never, ever have imagined. And this person stepped forward and they said, you know, I was looking at that announcement in the bulletin in the weekly newsletter for the last several weeks, and finally I decided that I just need to do this. And it's working out great. It's completely different. It's a different approach. But, oh, what a load off of my mind and my heart and the other ministry leaders in our church with this person in place. And I know that there are other people. Just last year, we had another couple get involved in a ministry position that I was not, we needed somebody in that role for a long time. I was not expecting it. And they just came forward. They said, hey, you know what? Let us take, let us take that over. In fact, they told me, you're not doing a very good job of it. We need to see that it gets done. And they're laughing. They're like, let us take it. I'm like, go for it, man. You guys would be perfect for this. And they have. They're busy people. And as they say, you know, if you need to get something done, give it to a busy person. Well, they're, they're busy people, but they know how to manage their time. And they're, they're covering it. Pastor, who, in, who do you need to press into service in your church? Where do you need more volunteer help? Begin to pray about it. Begin to put together a job description so you know just what you need this person to do. And just get as detailed as you can. You're not going to be able to have all the details in place, but but, but just get the, as many responsibilities and as many ideas as you can get down. And then when you find the right person, then you match those responsibilities and necessary tasks to the right person and, it, and they flesh it out in their own way according to the gifts that God's given them. And it's a beautiful thing. So, Pastor, I'm glad that you're serving where you are, but I don't want you to burn out. I also don't want you wasting your time on things that you're not good at and things where you're not really making an impact or serving the body very well at all. So find those people who can do it, and you do what you do best. You do what God's gifted you to do, and then you will see uh, God's blessing, and you'll see fruit from it. Pastor, good to talk with you today. I hope you have a great rest of the week, and I will likely catch up with you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Coaching for Pastors podcast.